morning, Ruff. Hey, good morning. Finally arrived. Arrived. Finally, we're here. This is Monica. 25 years ago, she went on a journey of self-discovery and she never looked back. Where are we? Well, right now we are in the garden of our banana house. Beautiful place. And uh, yeah, the sky is clear today. She walked away from a life that asked her to be constantly productive to survive. The, the colors are so vivid. The green of the palm trees. She started a journey of listening and trusting her inner voice. Monica left her hometown and country, the Netherlands, more than 20 years ago. Well... Today she's the owner of the Banana House, a hotel in Lamu. First of all, we have to say that we are on an island. We are on Lamu Island in the middle of the Indian Ocean, which is part of Kenya. And many people don't even know that Kenya has some islands. And Lamu Island is a sister of Zanzibar, which is a much more known island. And on that island is a very small village called Shella. And we are in Shella village, where we are in Banana House, which is my own hotel, uh, built more than 20 years ago. And, um, and we are now in a lush green tropical garden. Yeah. With bougainvillea, with jasmines, with hibiscus, with all kind of beautiful trees and flowers that smell and, 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 and some, some fruits you can even eat. Welcome to the podcast Soul Story. My name is Raf Stevens. I traveled to Kenya to capture Monica's unique life story. A story with a soul. And you know what's so unique about this podcast? In a series of several episodes, we invite you, dear listener, to reflect on your life story. We believe that every personal story is an open door to universal wisdom. So by following Monica's journey, we hope you will be triggered to reflect on your own journey. Maybe you will even find some wisdom along the way. Here is where I started um, 20 years ago. When I came to the island, that was actually 25 years ago, when I came to the island and uh, I thought this is the natural place for well-being. And that time nobody really talked about uh, well-being, but we started to talk about onthaaste in, in de-stressing in, 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 yeah. in English. Yeah. And, um, and I felt like, wow, you know, you, this place... You don't have to do anything by its nature is already de-stressing. You walk barefoot, you don't have to put your makeup, there are no cars on the island. So let me welcome you again. Welcome in your soul story. Sit back, relax, listen to Monica's story and take some time to examine your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings. Take a moment to look at your life as if it were a story. You as the hero in your own story. What is your path? Navigating your path is crucial. Much like using a compass for your journey. Yet at times your path transforms into a rigid destination. Bringing stress and an unending hunger for happiness, for success. Yoga class right now going on, oh, yeah. so I have to be very quiet yeah. Yeah. because people are now in their final savasana. 
And so I can't even talk here right now. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, I'll follow you. Walk back. But that is our yoga hall, and here we have our yoga bar, where it's nice after the yoga to have some nice talks. Back to Monica's story. It started as only Banana House because, uh, well, we needed a name for, for our small hotel, which right from the beginning I always wanted to build something that, as a traveler, I was a traveler, I traveled for one and a half year, um, I wanted to have a place where I would feel home. You know, when you travel, at some point you become a bit tired also of traveling and then... I wanted to have a place where I could just rejuvenate. And I thought, let me build something like that, where people who are going on a holiday feel like, ha, ah, I can recharge, I can rejuvenate. And so uh, we built Banana House, and we needed a name, and Banana House is mentioned after my husband's name, Banana. Um, it's an easy-to-remember name. You know, everybody understands Banana, so... <laughs> And, um, and of course, I already did yoga when I, when I came here. That was my, that's why I fell in love with the beauty of this island, of this natural well-being and de-stressing and, and calming down. Knowing yourself means you listen to your inner voice. You trust your inner voice. And that's actually what Monica did. You know, your inner voice, your conscience or intuition or whatever you want to call it, that voice is guiding you and has your best interest at heart. That requires filtering out the noise, fears and delusions of the mind that we all come with. Monica had to leave her old world, travel to many different places around the world, an outer journey. But she also made an inner journey, a story of introspection. It is a, an ongoing story. And the story is to be told as a simple story, story of your life, how it all came about, but also a universal story in a way. Many people when they are in their late 20s, early 30s, I see that more and more even today, but it was at my time exactly the same. You know, you have done your study, uh, you have your relation, you have some years of job experience. And especially in our Western world, for many people, we are kind of comfortable. Although, of course, today it is changing. But it's like, okay, what's next to life? What is What has life to offer? And is this it? Can I continue with my career? And then, yeah, you know, uh, you get married, you get your children and, 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 and life continues. And I felt like... No, there is something else to life, and I want to explore that. Part of knowing yourself is trusting yourself. Are your actions fully aligned with what you want, with what you value and commit to? This is the best formula for self-trust. Now pause and ponder. What does success truly mean for you? What does happiness mean for you? It's something worth exploring. Is it just about external achievements? 
or does it involve fulfillment and personal growth? Embarking on your journey and living your story demands clarity. On a scale from 1 to 10, with 1 representing utter chaos and 10 denoting absolute clarity, where does your current path stand in terms of clarity? Allocate the next 10 minutes to introspect your thoughts. What are the pressing questions occupying your mind at this moment? Here are three actions you can take to create more room for your wise inner voice. Embrace silence. Create moments of stillness in your daily routine. This might be during meditation, a nature walk, or just sitting in peace. Allow your inner wisdom to surface when the external noise fades. Trust your instincts. Pay attention to those subtle nudges and gut feelings. Trust these instincts, especially when making decisions. They carry insights that might not be immediately evident, but align with your deeper self. And finally, take some time to reflect. Set aside time for self-reflection. Write down your thoughts Write down your feelings and the inner dialogue. It helps to sift through the noise of the mind, providing clarity on what your inner wisdom is trying to convey. It opened my eyes. I was in fashion. So in fashion, you always look on the outside of people. And it's about what do you wear? How do you look like? And I was a buyer in fashion, so I'm always ahead, two years ahead, especially that time, like what will be the new trend? And then I visited my sister in Kenya, um, she's a doctor. And uh, yeah, I was picked up by her in a Land Rover with some Maasai at the back. And we went to do Manyata, which is a local village where the Maasai live. And she had to do some, some medical assistance. And I was like, my gosh, you know. Where am I? Such a complete different world than the Western world, of course. And I remember we had Christmas. It was Christmas time. It was my Christmas holiday. You were in your 20s? I was in my early 30s. Early 30s. Early 30s. Early 30s. And uh, we had Christmas dinner. And for me, that was the best Christmas dinner we ever had. Because we went ourselves to the butchery. We bought our meat. We made our own pizza. We, 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 how do you say that? We minced our own meat for, for the, for, for the, for the sauce. And, uh, and we had pizza, homemade pizza. And that was something I hadn't done in years because living the life I lived fast, going out for dinner a lot. Uh, uh, yeah. Easy, easy, easy. And that was so simple, but it was so beautiful because we made everything ourselves and it slowed down and ah, my eyes opened and I realized what am I doing in fashion and nothing against fashion because I love fashion. I love colors and, 
But I realized there's so much more than only the outside. What is going on in the inside? And so literally when I went back to Holland after my Christmas holiday, I couldn't breathe. I was literally walking around and I really I can really remember that you know, I, I, my breath didn't go deeper than only my chest. And it was like a pressure on my chest. And it's like, I have to listen to this because this is not good. Something is happening here. My body tells me something. And um, and I realized I don't want to do this job anymore. So long story short, six weeks later, I had quit my job. I had uh, put everything in a storage. I have written my, my writ- I wrote to my friends, new address, the world. Whether for three weeks or three months or 30 years, I had no idea. And um, my sister had sent me a, a text like, I'm going to get married in Kenya. So I thought, okay, this is where I start. And um, six weeks later, I was back in Kenya with my backpacker and nothing. Nothing. And so when I stumbled upon this island, quite quick, after some maybe some, some, some two months... I felt like, wow, this is coming home here. I come home and I feel like, yeah, this is the place where, 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 where you can rejuvenate, recharge. Those who truly know themselves are connected to their sense of purpose in life. A feeling of coming home to yourself. In a way, that's Monica's life story. We share your story. We will visit parts of your life by telling the story. And it's like sitting around the campfire. We just share your personal story. But it's also an invitation for the listeners to make a journey inwards. Well, I would like to invite people to really, yeah, to to see what what in your life What makes you happy? Why do you do the things you do? Um, do you live the life in expectations because of your parents or the society or your friends? Or is there something in you that want to do things differently, but you don't really know how? And it is also scary because there can be so many reasons why you can't do really what you can do. And I hope that my story inspires people to understand that, yes, difficulties are there, but difficulties are there to overcome and, and to learn how you can have faith and trust and trust in yourself and trust in the people around you. And that is, for me, uh, something I, I value a lot. Learning how to trust yourself, learning how to trust others, and learning how to trust something which is much bigger than us. When I met Monica, what struck me was her love for people and her positivity. She radiates so much zest for life. She has so much faith that anything's possible, as long as you believe in it. What I have noticed the last couple of years is that many people do not feel heard in this world, not seen. But every time I talked to Monica, I felt a deep connection. How often do you feel connected in this world? Really connected to yourself? Connected to others? Here are a few lines of a poem that I really like by David White. 
put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. The kettle is singing, even as it pours your drink. The cooking pots have left their arrogant aloofness and seen the good in you at last. All the birds and creatures of the world are unutterably themselves. Everything is waiting for you. Everything, everything is waiting for you. Yeah, and I read a quote not so long ago, and it says, the personal is the universal. So by sharing your personal story, we invite people to think about the universal themes of their own life. 100% correct. 100%. That is how I feel. Yes, we, we, we get inspired by listening to others um, because something resonates in us, and that is that universal, somehow. We, we, we realize if we listen to other people's stories that we all have our highs and our depths. We all have our beautiful moments and our ugly moments. And um, yeah, they might be different. And, and of course, there are different challenges. But overall, it's always about our health, our wealth, our relations. This is human, human, our human values, our human relations. Yeah, and throughout the podcast, we will take a journey, not only an inward journey, but also an outward journey. We'll be visiting some parts of your yeah, recent history. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, we will. Or I'm very happy to take you around this beautiful, inspiring a island and, um, and, and give you a glimpse and a feeling of, of what it is to, to live a life, which is on, and on one hand so different and on the other hand so the same. Yeah. And that is really what I, I feel that if we all learn to understand that we can just trust ourselves and be authentic ourselves, that then, then life will flow. Now, some people would say, easy for you to say on a beautiful tropical island in Kenya, but I'm living here in Western Europe in a, in a, in a dark and gray life where I don't feel the sunshine in my life. I totally get that. And yet, because of course, I have also experienced the dark sides on this tropical island. Um, and I will tell you more about all those, all those stories. I realized like if it, it actually doesn't really matter because it's something which is in you. And yes, I agree. Sunshine does help you feeling better than when it's gray and rain and cold. But at the same time, I have felt my most beautiful moments in those dark moments. In, the, in, 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 in when I'm not on this island, I can also really feel very connected. And I've also felt on this island very disconnected at some point and very sad and very difficult. Yes, the environment helps, but at the same time, it's not true for me, at least, that, that it is easy talking about somebody who has everything in life. I, I, for me, it's, it is very... What I learn, it is like how you look to your life. It can be in the moment. It is in the moment. It's the little things in the moment which gives me, at least, that joyful 
that joyfulness and that happiness. And it's not in a big picture. Um, and I think that is, I feel that that is what, what, what we, we run past so many times because we don't take the time anymore. I don't take the time. And I'm, I have to remind me constantly, come back, come back, come back. What is happening right now? Actually, nothing is happening right now. Look at me. Whoa, this is happening. A, a smile from a child. Uh, a beautiful bird I see. Uh, a connection I have with, at the bakery. Whatever. Uh, can be anywhere. That, that those moments actually is what life is, 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 is makes, makes, makes the beauty of life. So this is it. Here is your invitation to zoom in on your story. Go to buildyoursoulstory.com and check out our workbook, which you can download for free. It's packed with thought-provoking questions and engaging exercises. Think of it as your personal roadmap to craft the life you've been dreaming of. Let's dive in together and make things happen. In the next episodes, you will hear how Lamu, this beautiful island in the Indian Ocean, taught Monica valuable life lessons. Talk to you then. Love, peace and power.